Leviticus 15 podcast, where you'll receive Bible study tools and tips in just 15 minutes. Hey there, welcome to the Focus 15 podcast. You're listening to episode number eight. Today we're going to answer the question, how much time should I spend when I study my Bible? Wait, who are you? I'm Katie. Okay, and I'm Who Chris. are you? I'm Chris. Okay. <laughs> All right, now that we've got that settled, here's what I would say. So, similarly, we will ask questions uh, in other areas of our Christian life, such as, how much should I be giving to kingdom causes? How much should I be giving to my church? How much should I be giving to world missions or global disaster relief? Or How much of my income should I be giving? And I think the answer to both of these is very similar. And that is that when it comes to giving, I think that we ought to give until we feel the pinch. Mm-hmm. Give until it hurts. So if we throw $20 in the offering plate as it goes by and we don't miss that at all, I kind of look at that as like Christian tipping. Um, (laughs) Uh Here, that was a good service. Here, let me me give you a little attaboy. Um, To me, that's not what the Bible calls us to. The Bible calls us to sacrificial giving. And I think it also calls us to sacrificial study, be sacrificial of of everything that we do. And so how do we relate that back to the uh, idea of Bible study? I think it's you study until you feel the pinch. You study until you feel like, hey, this is starting to be a significant enough time in my schedule that it does, in fact, feel the pinch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think when people ask this question, and I've asked this question before too, it's a little different than the tithing one because the tithing one, we have, a, we have a very specific answer from the Bible. There's some Old Testament guidelines that are given that helps us shape how we can and should be giving, but there's not really many guidelines for us to go by as far as how much time should we be in the Bible. There are commands, and we've talked about this on the podcast before. Joshua 1.8 says, Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. So, you know, if we're going to take that literally, then that means we should have our Bible open all the time, and we should be studying it all the time. But Or at least have a, have a day, a morning study time and evening study time. Yeah, I I guess you could interpret it that way too. But that's really not the meaning of that passage. The the meaning of the passage is that that God's word is dwelling within us in such a way that we meditate on it. And that word meditate actually has the connotation of speaking. It's translated other ways as mutter, utter, and uh, talk. And so it's that we should be dwelling on God's word in such a way that it, it comes out of our mouth, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So that time is going to be different for each of us. Uh, for some, five minutes could be adequate. For others, it's it's inadequate. And so we really can't give it a time frame. So I, I like what Chris has brought up, that it's really an, it's an individual thing. And it really needs to be however long it needs to be for you to be meaningful in your day. So, yeah, as we're thinking about differences, another thing to consider is what is it that you're doing during your study time? So we have talked about in the past about different elements, different components you can put in. If you want to have every element that we've discussed, then uh, you're not going to be able to do that in three minutes. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to do that in five minutes. Um, also, you know, if you're if you're going through a, it, I'd say it, it depends on what you're studying. I mean, if you're if you're doing a Bible reading plan and it's calling for you to read six to ten chapters a day, uh, you're just not going to be able to do that in seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe you're a really fast reader, faster than I am. If you want to add any other components, prayer, that meditative side, it's going to take you more time. 
However, on the other hand, if you are doing prayer, you're doing like uh, an in-depth study on one verse, and you're looking up every word and what it means, and you're checking all the cross-references, I mean, you really could do that in 10 minutes, and you could get some really deep insights out of it. And so I think a lot of factors kind of come mm-hmm. into play. But uh, the main thing is I think that, that most people listening to this episode asking this question, they're kind of looking for permission to say, how, okay, what's the minimum amount that I need to do? If you're like mm-hmm. me, you, you want to know, what's the minimum acceptable amount that I, that I can do in order to, to be a good believer? And the, and the short answer, like we've said, is there really is no one yeah. answer. So if we had points for this episode, that would be the first point, that we can't give you a number. Uh, the Bible doesn't give us a number. It is a personal thing that you need to take to the Lord and talk to God about and and really evaluate your schedule and your uh, desires and figure out what works for you and your schedule. The second thing that we want, kind of a just the thought we want to give you is that something is better than nothing. Something is always better than nothing. And I know that I can tend to get into the trap of perfectionism of, oh, if I can't do it, um, exactly the way I want it or the way that I think it should be, then I shouldn't do it at all. And I don't ever say that, but I act that way sometimes. And in fact, I was at a conference a couple of years ago and they had snacks in the back, just like junk food everywhere. And they had these little itty bitty mini Snickers. And I was trying to be good. I was trying not to eat a bunch of candy, but every time I passed by that that table, I I wanted to grab one of those Snickers. And so I would grab one of those little bitty Snickers thinking, oh, it's just a little bite. It's just a little bite. Well, by the end of the two days, I'd probably eaten like two Snicker bars altogether. (laughs) You know, they were just so irresistible. And I think sometimes that we need to think about our Bible study that way sometimes. That even though when I look at that Snickers, I'm going to grab it because I I want the Snickers. But yet when we look at a bite-sized time of being in the Bible, maybe just five minutes to read or while you're sitting in the car, um, in the carpool line, or you have just a few minutes before you have to start making dinner, or you have a few minutes extra on your lunch break, you can take that bite-sized time in the Bible and over time it will add up to something significant. All right. So what if... um... What do you think about, uh, you know, kind of having a routine that you're doing like the same thing every day? Is that preferable to a more spontaneous approach in terms of how much time or what do you think in terms of doing the same amount of time every day? Is that mm-hmm. is that necessarily the best way to go? Um, I think it's going to depend. I think some people are very... Uh, structured and good at keeping a schedule and others are not. So I think, again, that this is an individual thing that you've got to think through. And if you can, I mean, habit is, the the power of habit is really going to help. And so we've talked about having a trigger before in, in other episodes about having this time in your day. Maybe not it's it's not 6 a.m. every morning, but it's every day that I have coffee, then I read my Bible. You find something in your day that happens every day. Uh, when I eat lunch, then I uh, study my Bible. So um, I think that we need to back up and not think about things so regimented as it has to be 15 minutes or it has to be an hour and it has to be at 6 a.m. and it has to look this way. And we really need to learn to think out of the box. I remember this was uh, probably a good 10 years ago. I remember hearing about we were on staff with Campus Crusade and 
there was a staff member that I really looked up to, and, and I heard him talk about how, I guess I just assumed that his quiet times looked like X, Y, Z, you know, that he got up at 6 a.m., and he spent an hour in the Bible every day, and because you, you could just tell he was he was a man that you knew was in the Bible, because he, he constantly talked about it. He had wisdom to give. He would talk about, oh, the other day I was studying this, and it was really eye-opening to me when he shared that he doesn't have this long quiet time every day, but he does it twice a week. And so at that point, at that season in his life, that's just work, what worked with his schedule. So he might read, do a reading plan every day, but twice a week he would spend, you know, this two hour long section of time where he would study the Bible more in depth. And that really kind of blew my mind, <laughs> I guess, because I felt like it always had to be the same way every day. Yeah, I think the same would be true if you if you were to ask your pastor, if you were to ask um, just people that are seasoned in the Word. Um, I think you're going to find some people that, that really do. They are that regimented. Um, they have the same time every single day. And uh, and if they don't, it, it would be like not brushing their teeth in mm-hmm. the morning, you know, mm-hmm. or it would be like not taking a shower for me. Like, I have to take a shower in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, And if you don't, it just feels weird. I think other people um, and other pastors would say, you know, um, it it's going to look a little different um, for different days because uh, different days are just require different things of you. And so, um, like I, I, you know, I think if you if you were to get, you know, uh, several good times throughout the week where you feel like that was significant, that was that was meaningful. And you kind of filled the rest of those days with with other components. I think you would see you would still see um, significant you know spiritual growth because of that. So, mm-hmm. um, so if you are a regimented person, I would say find a good regiment. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a more spontaneous person um, and and you're not real regimented, which is me, um, you know, don't beat yourself up if you don't live up to other people's regimens. But find something that does work for you, something mm-hmm. that is meaningful for you. And, um, you know, I'm fortunate that I'm, because I, I'm paid to study the Word, I, I'm in the Word every day, um, no matter what, mm-hmm. just because my job requires it. And so um, the the thing that we talk about in seminary and the thing that we talk about as pastors is, you know, don't confuse your your study time for things that you're going to be teaching others, you know, don't just rely on that. But I think the the beauty of just putting yourself in situations where you are in the Word every day, whether you're a Sunday school teacher or a small group leader or, or whether you're taking your family through something, mm-hmm. I would kind of tie that to the something's better than nothing mm-hmm. thing that Katie said earlier, that, uh, that no, you may not have the um, the purest of intentions, the best of motivations as far as this is just for me and God, um, for my own development. But if you are in those situations where you're around the Word all the time, it's just going to build up your own ability to uh, and desire to handle the Word and, and, to, and your familiarity with it so that when you are in those times when it's just you and God, that, it, that it's also profitable. So again, I don't think we've ever answered the question how much time, <laughs> um, but that to be honest, that was never our uh, our intent right. from the outset. Right. Yeah, and 
And even just, and this looks different for me in different seasons, but right now what works for me is that in the mornings, you know, my trigger is my coffee. So whether that's like today, we're recording on a Saturday, I slept until 10 and it was glorious. <gasps> <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't study my Bible till 10 or 1030 when I got up and I got my coffee and then I sat down in my spot and I worked on Usually what I do in the mornings is I work on my reading plan. It just takes three, four minutes sometimes. And then uh, I work on my Bible memory, which again, depends on the day on, on what what verses are due. Sometimes it's a couple minutes. Sometimes it's 10 or 15 minutes. And if that's all I get in the day, if it's a crazy busy day and that's all I have time for, then that's good enough for me. Um, then other days, like today, it's a Saturday, so I pulled out a a spiritual living book that's really challenging me. On it's talking about the gospel and it's really like deep stuff and it's pushing me to to think through things. Um, and then I'll have some time later on to really dig into Bible study. Whereas during the week, it may just be that reading plan and quick review of scripture memory. And that again, it, that is that is good enough for me and I'm enjoying it and I feel like it's enough to be able to keep me keep the word meditating you know in my heart whereas later on that I if I have some extra time then I can do that deeper bible study um what about you do you have anything to add yes yeah, so I'd say just is a is a summary a summation summation um to use a focus 15 term um <laughs> is that uh just just be thinking of the question or ask yourself the question, was God honored by this? Ah, uh, that's good. And if he was, it doesn't matter what the what the time was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you'll know when, when the answer is no, when you say no, you know, this was, I was kind of mailing it in here. Um, I, I think that's a, that's a, a helpful uh, way to think through, you know, was God honored by this? Mm-hmm. And, and if so, then, then um, you know, move on and and uh, you know, apply that lesson through those lessons mm-hmm. that you learned in your study throughout the day. Um, but you don't have to. You don't have to have a uh, you know a Bible in your face twenty four hours a day to honor God. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, if you are somebody that's looking for some resources, uh, some things I'll point out to you. And um, I know Katie might feel a little awkward doing this on the podcast, but um, she has written some some Bible studies that are designed to be done in fifteen minute sections. And uh, kind of taking you through passages or topics. And so uh, if you're looking for something to, to kind of hold your hand a little bit, but also allow you to do your own study work, um, check out Focus 15 Bible Studies. You can get those on katieor.me, and that will point you to any uh, retailers. But really your, your favorite book retailers would have that. Most of your online distributors are going to have those. Um, and so right now there's a there's a series that she's done called Everyday, so Everyday Faith, Everyday Peace, Everyday Love, Everyday Hope, and then Everyday Obedience is, is on the horizon. Um, and so those would be good resources for you if you're somebody that says, you know, I, I just, I need something to, to, to help guide a little bit, but but I don't want it to be like spoon fed because I'm, I'm not a child. So anyway, plug over. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you've enjoyed these tips, share it with a friend. To learn more about Chris and Katie and the Focused 15 ministry, go to Focused15.com. Have a great week.